Good morning, everybody. It's Wednesday, the 8th of February, 2023. It's Iconic CEO, Jamie Icke, and this is The Daily Download. Well, I'll start by saying sorry for missing Monday and Tuesday this week. Um, any of you that have on our social media would have seen that I have been a bit under the weather. Uh, it wouldn't have made great listening, the first two episodes, if we'd have done them. I couldn't get through 30 seconds, uh, max 30 seconds, without coughing my guts up, so it wouldn't have made great listening. So I thought it'd be better to just sit that one out. So let's say this is the first one of the week, as it is. Now, at the top of this, I'd like to send out my thoughts and um, the thoughts of everyone here at Iconic to the people in Turkey and Syria that have been victims of this earthquake. Uh, the pictures and the videos that are coming out are harrowing, absolutely heartbreaking, and it is devastating to see so many people clearly, you know, going to lose their lives. They reckon up to 20,000 potentially now. And, and also, you know, so many kids involved and the pictures coming out of, you know, kids trapped under rubble is just absolutely you know as a parent myself it's just absolutely heartbreaking to see um and you know my thoughts and the thoughts of everyone here at iconic and everyone associated with us goes out to them and hopefully you know they can try and um try and save as many people as possible and the death toll doesn't reach twenty thousand. but either way one or two one person is too many um and it's heartbreaking to see so the heart and thoughts go out to them now, we've got three stories to cover today, three completely different stories. Um, we're going to start with a story here in the UK. Um, if you haven't heard about this, uh, from the, for people in the rest of the world, I'm sure if you're in the UK you have, about a missing lady called Nicola Boulay, or, or Boulay, whatever you want to say it, B-U-L-L-E-Y. Now, the story is, last Friday, uh, as in a week, a week ago Friday, so coming up for, for 12 days or so now, she dropped her kids off at school, went out for a dog walk, was seen by two different people that recognise her in this small village up in Lancashire in England, and then has not been seen since. Uh, the dog was discovered um, on a road off the lead. Her phone and the harness for the dog were discovered on a bench in the area that she was last seen, and she's not been seen since. Her phone was logged on to a, a work call, which she'd been a part of, still logged on to the call 10 minutes after the call had finished. Um, and and so on it's it's quite an odd story so this is next to a riverbank where her phone and her harness the harness for the dog were found the police very quickly concluded that she'd fallen in the river the dog had got into some form of distress she'd fallen in the river and she'd drowned the dog was dry there's no skid marks or um, fall marks next to the riverbank. When you see pictures of the riverbank and video of it, it's not particularly steep. It doesn't look like a particularly fast flowing or deep river. And they've not found her. Now, immediately, a team down in uh, London, the London area, who are specialist divers and specialist underwater search teams, offered their services to Lancashire Police. It took nine days for them to take them up on that. They've now been up in the area for a couple of days now and have searched extensively and found no signs of her. In fact, the head of this organisation said in an interview uh, yesterday on mainstream media here in the UK that in the 20 years he's been doing this job, he's never seen anything quite like this. The family of her have come out and said that the only thing that makes sense is that nothing makes sense. It all sounds very strange. I've just um, seen an article this morning from the BBC where the police are saying they still are adamant that she's fallen in the river, despite there being no tangible evidence to actually suggest this. They've now, I've heard, extended the search out to the sea, which is a, a long, long way away from where she was found on the river. Um, and obviously, you know, you extend the search to the sea off the um, west coast there of England, the next landmass is Ireland. So it's a hell of a sea for, for 
for that to to search you're never going to find somebody if that's what you genuinely think so it does feel a bit strange it feels like they might be trying to cover something up it feels like there's other options which have not been discussed so i would say it's quite an interesting story and it nothing about it seems to make any sense um so there's definitely some questions there and we know from our research obviously in past cases with police investigations that things do get covered up there is corruption and that's why when something like this happens it always just you know pricks those spidey senses to, to ask the question is there something more to know about this um so if you haven't looked into this um, i urge you to have a look and, and come to a conclusion of your own now i'm i would have talked about this on monday because it was over the weekend but it's it's such a big story that i still have to talk about it now the grammys now i know you're sat listening probably grimacing just to hearing that word but it's very important to talk about because there's two aspects to it you've got the satanic element to it which is shown clearly in sam smith's rendition of his song and then you've also got the feminization of you know men and figures that our kids are looking up to as well this feminization of of the of men and of musicians and of actors and of people that you know our kids look up to and aspire to and aspire to be has been going on for a long time but it seems to have reached fever pitch and you look at people like sam smith you look at people like harry styles who are two of the most prominent ones it seems at this particular grammys and although you know you might not be watching them as parents your kids are and your kids are being influenced by them and their perception of reality is being altered by these people it absolutely is what's considered cool what's considered normal what's considered something i want to be is now all of a sudden wearing a dress or wearing a satanic outfit and being very attention seeking and jumping from bandwagon to bandwagon it's just extraordinary and it's dangerous it's a really dangerous precedent and the fact the grammys were sponsored by pfizer as well just seems it's, they're trolling us they're trolling you it's absolutely astonishing that more people don't get really worked up by this. In the last few weeks, we've seen pathetic artists like Pink and Michael Phelps and, and other celebrities doing paid sponsorship ads with Pfizer, talking about vaccines, talking about other stupid bloody medication and stuff. And now we've seen, you know, the Grammys, which a lot of people watch all around the world. People watch this programme. And we've seen it made all about Pfizer. And we've seen it made all about satanic renditions of songs and all about feminizing men. And I, for one, am completely sick of it. Absolutely sick of it. People are scared to call things out for what they are. And it's that's why we end up in this mess. We need to start calling things out for what they are. Sam Smith, for example, is someone that clearly needs a massive psychological evaluation and a lot of help and support. Harry Styles is clearly somebody who's for sale at the highest to the highest bidder. As are most celebrities, it seems. They're not people we should be aspiring to. They're not figures that we should want our kids to aspire to. And things like this just continue to reaffirm that. We need to protect our kids from these kind of people. And these kind of influences. As if that wasn't woke enough, the Church of England here has gone one step further. There's now talks about changing the language used to describe God to being gender neutral and therefore more inclusive. Now, I'm not religious, but I have this simple question to those that are. Isn't religion following the Bible, following a book of holy text or what you think is holy text, following the word of a man that you believe is in the sky, 
and is dictating things. So if you are changing, basically changing things constantly so that you're going against the words of those books, going against the words of God himself, what are you worshipping at that point? Because I don't see anywhere in the New Testament or the Old Testament or the Book of Mormon or anything like that related to Christianity. I don't see them talk about gender neutral. I don't see them talk about LGBT. I don't see any of that. Please correct me if I've missed something. So if you're prepared to change all of that and politically move with the times of which religion and politics shouldn't really be connected, then what are you worshipping? Are you actually worshipping a god or are you just ticking a box? Yeah, I'm religious, I follow this, but I'm open to it changing constantly, constantly, constantly. Now, as much as there's problems with Islam, and that's been shown through the years, particularly in Western society, at least it's consistent. At least when they say what they think, they don't apologise for it because it's what they believe. Whereas Christianity seems for sale to the highest bidder. And it seems it's always very willing to move with the times politically, to always try and stay relevant, try and stay trendy, when that's not really the job of religion, is it? The job of religion is to follow some religious text and worship a God who asks you to live in a certain way. So the fact that they're doing this just shows it's all an absolute scam. It's got nothing to do with religion. It's to do with control. And it just goes to show that it all ties in together. It's all about control. The Grammys, as I've spoken about. It's about controlling the minds of our kids. Controlling what they think is normal. What they aspire to be. And then this story about the church is controlling religion. It's controlling what people believe. It's controlling what they worship. Now, I don't believe in Christianity. I, I think there's, there's areas of it that I would agree with. And there's lots and lots of areas that I wouldn't. But people are right. People have the right to believe what they want to believe without the abuse from others to force them to change that belief to fit an ideology or a political narrative. It's wrong and it should stop. And people need to be more forceful at pushing back against it rather than just accepting it through fear of being called transphobic or homophobic or any of the other phobics. Now, we're going to end with a nice inspirational quote, as always. Um, I've coughed my guts up off camera sorry off mic quite a few times through this so this has been glued together so very good effort who's put this together and this is the quote for today stay away from those who try and disparage your ambitions small minds will always do that but great minds will give you the feeling that you can be great too and that's a quote from mark twain so that's it for today's daily download it's been wednesday it is wednesday the 2nd of February, I should say, up in Jamie Ike, and I will catch up with you in the morning. Have a great day, everybody. Bye for now.